Well, it's day 13 as we continue praying, fasting, and seeking God over these 21 days. I'm so glad that you're with us on this journey. As we continue to pray on, we know we're not just praying to God, we're actually praying with Jesus. Romans 8 tells us that Jesus is right now at the right hand of God, and He is praying for us, interceding on our behalf. To help us better understand what Jesus is praying over our lives, we're studying John 17. Because it's in this passage of scripture that Jesus prays over all of his followers, past and present. By seeing what he prayed then, we understand what he is still praying over us now. We're continuing on by looking at John 17, verse 15 and 16. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Now, can you imagine a world without salt? What a tasteless and sad world that would be. I mean, how on earth would anybody ever eat french fries? And can you imagine a world without light? What a confusing and frustrating world it would be. Everyone stumbling around and stubbing their toes like it was the middle of the night. It's actually unimaginable to see our world devoid of salt and light. That's what makes it so interesting then that Jesus taught these words. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp to put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. In the same way that God created a world with all the taste of salt and all the illumination of light, He intends that the world should know all the faithfulness of His followers. Jesus makes an interesting request as He continues to pray on in John 17. I do not ask that you would take them out of the world. Now why would Jesus feel the need to ask the Father to keep His followers active and engaged in the world around them? Because He knew we would have a tendency to retract away from the world. See, every time that there is another seismic shift of culture away from the Lord, Christians are tempted to withdraw from culture. Every time that the world turns a little further away from God, Christians tend to withdraw from the world. Every time there's a massive movement of people away from the Lord, Christians then often slide into isolation. So often our fear of the darkness keeps us from piercing it with light. Jesus prayed that those who would choose to follow him would do the exact opposite. That Christians would not come away from the world, but read headlong into it with the hope of the gospel. After all, isn't this what Jesus did for us? When we were enemies of God, he crossed the battle lines to come and to rescue us from ourselves. And he beckons us to be part of the very same mission, the very same work that He is still doing in the world today. But the critic may say, well, hey, if you get too close to the world, you're going to be just like the world. Well, Jesus has already prayed against that. In the same breath that He asked the Father to keep His followers in the world, He also makes this special request that He would keep us from the evil one. While we seek to reach the world, we do so under the watchful eye and the complete protection of the Lord as He defends us from the onslaught of the evil one who desires to steal, kill, and destroy. The good news for us 
that the enemy has already been defeated. So we need not fear him if we are walking with the Lord. Still the critic might add, well, what if you get so deep in the world that you forget that you are God's? To that, Jesus prays these words, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Essentially, he asked the Father to never allow us to forget that we are first and foremost children of God. No longer is the word our home. We are made for another homecoming, the day that we step through the gates of heaven. With the Lord, we can live in the world without ever forgetting that we are not of it. Can you imagine a world without believers? No one carrying forward the message of the redemption of Jesus. No one standing for God's truth. With no one praying for God's power to be poured out on the most difficult of our circumstances and situations and culture. With no one lifting high the name of Jesus in worship. Thankfully, Jesus prays for us. And he prays, I do not ask that you take them out of the world. Because if you could hear the prayers of heaven today, you might just hear Jesus pray, keep them in the world and making a difference for my name.